Featured are based upon teleplays by Michael Pertwee, adapted by Fleming Lee, and given that essential saintly sparkle by Leslie Charteris himself. If you are a reader more familiar with the urbane characterization conjured up by the TV saint, you will perhaps find this a more accessible book than some of the earlier literary works. The youthful, buccaneering, twenty-something Simon Templar of the formative saint books is quite a different adventurer to the more mature and suave gentlemen you will find battling art thieves in Paris. But the steely eyes still sparkle, and he still fights the good fight against the ungodly and their fiendish plans. Richard Usher Forward Our first three experiments in turning the tables on the television producers, The Saint on TV, The Saint Returns, and The Saint and the Fiction Makers, having been tolerably well-received, we have been encouraged to bring out yet another of these hybrid books, that is, Saint stories which were originally created expressly for television, not by me, adapted for reading as ordinary fiction by yet another writer, and indebted to me only for the parentage of the saint himself, for sundry suggestions along the way, and for a final revision of the manuscript in which I did my best to see that the style was as close to my own as possible, short of a complete personal rewrite. In the construction of these adaptations, I have not hesitated to call for quite drastic changes from what you may have seen on the mini-screen exactly as a film producer does not hesitate to take liberties with any story he has bought whenever I thought I could improve on the material. In this case, reversing the traditional sequence of events, I am the character who has had the last word. Nor do I feel that I owe any apology to old and faithful readers of the saint saga. The television stories which I have selected for this treatment are only those which I thought had genuine possibilities— which by no means qualifies everything that has gone out on the TV networks. Nor would I have published these adaptations if they dissatisfied me. Whether this kind of composite authorship is kosher may be debatable on a rarefied intellectual plane, but if it satisfies enough aficionados of the saint who want more books to read than I can supply, it can't be all bad. Leslie Charteris the Art Collectors Original Teleplay by Michael Pertwee Adapted by Fleming Lee Chapter One In these devaluable days, Simon Templer said, you don't just take your money and stash it away in some nice sturdy bank, or you may very well find yourself with a nice sturdy bank full of waste paper. Knowing your reputation, Monsieur Templer, I can well believe that you have several bank vaults full of such waste paper, said Marcel Legrand. Legrand's smile, which appeared through the thicket of his black moustache and beard like the moon seen rising through a forest, was the smile of a salesman certain that however much money his customer has at the moment, he is going to have considerably less before he leaves. The bushy-faced art dealer's hand caressed the gilded frame of one of his salon's more expensive offerings as he spoke. All around him, on walls and easels, were the colours and forms of the paintings that were his stock in trade. The displays were arranged so that direct sunlight could never touch the works of art, but flashes of light thrown by the passing traffic through the blue-tinted windows from the Paris street outside gave a kind of psychedelic motion to the whole interior. 
You underestimate me, Simon Templer replied with a perfect gravity. I support the Rothschilds almost single-handed. Without my deposits, the gnomes of Zurich would have to crawl back into their caves and collect mushrooms for a living. The saint, the name by which the world most generally knew Simon Templer, saw no more reason to try to spike the rumours which circulated about his wealth than he saw to try to quash the legends which flourished around his reputation as a modern buccaneer, a Robin Hood whose Sherwood Forest was the world of crime in an age of industry and international finance, and whose victims were the criminals themselves. In the first place, the stories were mostly true— In the second place, efforts to refute myths tended only to have the effect of increasing belief in their validity. Thirdly, the saint enjoyed the exaggerations, and they were useful to him. They increased the...